Chapter number three of Our Little Brazilian Cousin by Mary Nixon Rollet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Tropical Storm. What fortunes could be made in these forests, said the Senor Gias to his brother, if people with capital only knew of the riches stored here? Mahogany, satinwood, rosewood, and many other kinds of trees grow here in the greatest abundance and were there railroads and ships to transport them brazil would be one of the richest countries in the world we should try to develop our own land said his brother and the two men entered into a long conversation as to the wonderful forests of the country to which alfonso listened with interest oh father he exclaimed at last when you go up the river to see the forest may i go with you perhaps but i could not make a promise without first asking your mother's consent the trip will be an interesting one but very hard though it might do you good i should love to go said alfonso and his uncle added it will grow up a milksop if you keep him in the nursery much longer let him go it is about time we are starting now said the senor joaquin will make ready the bag your uncle and i will walk on a little ahead alfonso and you can follow with joaquin but do not stray away from him or you will miss the path and all manner of dangers lurk in these forests alfonso sat lazily waiting and watching as the black put up the dinner things take care of my snakeskin he said and joaquin smiled and replied that will make a fine belt for the little master when it is dried i should like that very much said alfonso you must make it for me yes sir said joachim as he swung over his strong shoulders the wicker-work hamper and game-bag is the young master ready to go i am alfonso replied and the two started down the narrow path along which the senor had disappeared what kind of tree is that asked alfonso pointing to a tall tree a hundred feet high that is the castagnon said joachim some people call it the brazil nut and i have often gathered nuts from it for you to eat the nuts grow at the very top of the tree in shells like coconuts and each shell has fifteen or twenty nuts in it often i have thought my head was broken when a shell fell upon it i wonder why we don't catch up with my father said Aponso. joaquin what makes it so dark storm coming we must hurry was the brief answer heavy clouds had gathered quickly not a glimmer of sunlight came through the trees and great drops of rain began to fall father cried alfonso but there was no answer father he called again and joaquin shouted senor senor nothing was heard but the screaming of the wind and the rain fell faster and faster vivid flashes of lightning illuminated the forest and the thunder muttered and grumbled in the distance come with me quickly said joaquin as he seized the boy by the hand we mustn't stay here but my father cried alfonso and tried to get away from joaquin but the negro held tight to him the senor can take care of himself i must take care of you he said as he pulled the boy into a side path which led through the woods they made their way with difficulty through the dense tangle of underbrush and vines often a swinging branch would strike alfonso on the face or he would tangle his feet in a swaying vine and fall full length in a bed of fern the rain poured down in torrents but the leaves and 
interlaced branches served as a shield from the great drops which pelted down like bullets soon they came to a small hut with a thatched roof and no door to bar the entrance into it joaquin pulled the boy with scant ceremony as they entered the hut a man rose hurriedly from his grass couch and afonso recognized an indian who had often been to the fazenda to see his father ah vicente said joaquin give us shelter welcome said the seringuero the storm is bad you reach shelter just in time see he pointed through the doorway and afonso saw the streams of water were well-nigh rivers and and the thunder and lightning were almost incessant where do you suppose my father is he asked and joaquin answered the senor has found shelter do not fear and he will know you are safe with me there is nothing to do but sit still i suppose said alfonso rather mournfully for that was the hardest thing in all the world for him to do vicente gave him a slow smile he was an old indian of wiry frame with keen black eyes his hair was straight and black his chin firm and strong his features clean-cut his face proud and intelligent he was in great contrast to curly-haired black joaquin with his good-humoured stolid face vicente was one of the indians whose fathers had owned the land before the portuguese discovered it and named it brazil from the red colour of its dye woods he gathered rubber from the great trees which grew in the forest and lived alone in his little hut he sat smoking and watching the boy who looked out into the rain feeling very miserable vicente he said at last have you lived long in the forest many years have i been here said the old man and my fathers were here before me they hunted and fished and were chiefs in the land until the white man came many died many went to the great hills but i stayed here for the home of my fathers is my home tell me a story vicente begged the little boy in the days of my fathers said vicente and of my fathers fathers and their fathers things were not as to-day they are in the country of the great river there were no white senores the indians dwelt alone they roamed the forest hunting with a bow and arrow they fished in the great stream they dwelt in their lodges and were happy often there were fights with other indians and these were of great glory but my people were peaceful and loved not war never fighting if they could first have peace to secure peace for our village each year they made a sacrifice and this was the manner of it a chief smeared his body with gum and then powdered himself with gold dust he powdered it all over for in the mountains was much gold and precious gems he placed himself on a raft and was rowed to the middle of the great river there he raised his hands to heaven praying the great spirit to save his village and jumping into the water he washed off the precious dust this he sacrificed for his village this was done each year and should have been done still when perhaps the indian villages would not have been destroyed and deserted but it ceased for the sin of one man a chief loved gold that is an evil and foolishness for gold is but for use and not for love and it seemed to him stupid to waste it in a sacrifice it was his turn to make the river sacrifice and become the gilded man but he was angry within himself and said why shall i do this thing if the village 
wish its gold why must it take mine it is a foolish thing yet he could not refuse the sacrifice for to be the gilded man was thought an honour and did he refuse many would suspect him of faithlessness to his tribe so he gilded himself as was the custom and his brother chiefs rowed him to the river and raised his hands to the heavens spirit of rain and wind of fire and water of good and evil keep our village and our people he cried we offer all to thee then he plunged into the stream and washed the gold from his arms and legs all the time his heart was hot within him and he thought to himself how my soul grieves to see this waste of this beautiful shining dust then an evil spirit tempted him and did not wash off all the gold he left beneath his arms where others could not see it some of the glittering dust and returned to his village an insult to the spirits of heaven that night came fierce rain and wind and with it a horde of enemies who descended like a hurricane and destroyed the village men women and children so the chief with all his gold was destroyed utterly and he was the last gilded man thus were the spirits of heaven avenged thank you visanchi cried afonso that is a good story but see the rain is over now we must hurry to find my father pointing as he spoke to the doorway the sky was clear and bright already rose tinted with the rays of the setting sun low in the heavens you must not go yet said visanchi ground too wet trees wet bad for white people you must wait but i must find my father persisted afonso who though he was a brave boy began to be somewhat frightened but visanchi knew the danger of the steaming forest with its snakes mosquitoes and insects swarming after the storm not safe to go now he said and joaquin who was quite comfortable where he was said little master must sleep here and go home in the morning you shall have a good supper said visanchi who began at once to prepare the meal and afonso was forced to submit so he watched with interest the preparations for supper for like most boys he was generally hungry visanchi built a fire in the stone fireplace in front of his hut and from a stone jar in the corner he brought pork some coarse bread wild honey found in the woods and bananas take a bird from our bag said afonso wishing to give his share of the feast and joaquin brought out a parrot which was soon stewing in the pot with the pork and a handful of peppers and herbs when the savoury stew was done the meal was spread upon a rough bench at the door and the three odd companions sat down together quite a festive party said a laughing voice and jumping up afonso saw his father and uncle approaching through the trees oh papa how glad i am to see you i feared you would be wet through but you must have found shelter as we did for you were scarcely wet at all i worried about you more than you did about me i fancy said his father though i hoped joaquin would bring you here your uncle and i missed the path some way and could not find you or the old house again so we took refuge in the deserted hut the signors will sup with me said visanchi and remain here for the night since the forest is unsafe for the boy a thousand thanks we will stay if you can arrange for so many was the reply and as visanchi assured them that they would all be most welcome they ate their supper with much enjoyment 
the two seigneurs slept in indian hammocks swung between giant rubber trees while afonso curled up in a blanket and slept as did visanchi and joachim on a fragrant couch of dried grass End of chapter 3 The Tropical Storm